Laugh Lines is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. All right, welcome to Laugh Lines, a show that combines very funny people with my very serious gambling addiction. We're going to discuss and dissect pop culture through the perverted, depraved, and sinful lens of gambling. Let's bring in my co-host, also co-host of the Megan Fun of Sports podcast. Wait, wait, wait. She's also backstage correspondent for Friday Night Smackdown. She's first class all the way, even if it means bumping an elderly couple from their seats. <laughs> Megan Conley is here. What's happening, Megan? Still, I look forward to um, the little added nugget that you add <laughs> on to my introduction every really? single week. That's and- funny you say that because I was going to go with a standard intro from here on in because it takes... Um, three or four minutes to think of. And I just don't, I don't need the extra work, but. Well, okay, last week I came on and, and we talked about how I was going to go to jail this week. I have another story for you. It actually relates. We're not going to jail this time, but I've had this wart on my foot. Here we and go. Um, you know it because when you introduced me at our live show in Vegas at the Jimmy comedy, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel comedy club, Who's you told yeah. the whole audience that I had a wart on my foot. Right. So I think they could tell. I think time. they could yeah. probably tell ahead of time. But yeah. All right. So I've had this puppy for a long time, actually so mm. long. I've had it when I used to work in Boston. And when I first had it, it was right around the time on Parent Corner that you shared a story about how you thought Taekwondo was all just a big scam. And you said it's funny because when they go to test or karate, when they go to test for their black belt or they go to test for the belt, suddenly he can break the board. You were talking about your son, Jack. Oh, my son, right, Jack. Yeah, yeah. So you said this was all just so that they could get money. So every time I went to the foot doctor, they'd be like, well, you got to come back in two more weeks and get it shaved off more. And I had been going for like seven weeks. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is a scam. The wart has to be gone. I'm with Sal. These karate teachers, these foot doctors, they're all scam <laughs> artists. Really? So the same leave- thing? That reminded me of you of the karate story? Because yeah, and this is before I knew you. This is before I knew you. I was all on right. to the business of podiatrists. So I uh-huh. let this thing go. Turns out the doctor was right. The wart continues to grow on my foot. Years Good. later, I run this stupid marathon because I'm addicted. And my husband looks at the bottom of my foot and says, that is disgusting. Please go to the doctor. So I decide, you know, I'm going to have a, you know, go and get this thing looked at. I've been going for so long in this dang thing. Won't mm-hmm. go away. They sent me to another doctor. You know what this doctor told me? He took my $50 and he said, put duct tape on it. For six no, months, I swear to God. So yeah. I have duct tape on my foot right now. I can show you right there. So wow. I'm not even making it up, but I'm I'm back to thinking this is a scam because he took $50 to tell me to put duct tape on my That's foot. That's probably not bad. $50, honestly, um, considering how much you're going to be fined for not showing up for jury duty. It really is just a drop in the bucket. No, no. Yeah. Um, wow. That is something else. Um, I don't know. Eddie Spaghetti, you turned on yet with all this wart on the foot talk? My favorite thing about this is that uh, Andrew just called Megan out and said, like, that's gross because that is something that me and Jada would do to each other. Where I think I'm not not even joking. I think honesty is the best policy amongst couples. Like open lines of communication is how you thrive. And now you're going to sleep next to him with a (laughs) duct tape on your feet for six months, you know. That's so, not that long. They'll go away. Anyways, like this, this war right. has been the bane of my existence. So anyways, how are you doing? Well, good. Listen, our guest has a uh, doctorate from uh, UNLV. Maybe he could help you out. Mm. It was kind of an honorary doctor. Mm. You talk about like karate, taekwondo mm. belts being a, a scam. This is this was kind of the same thing, oh, but okay. I don't want to diminish it. Let's bring him on now. Megan has a wart on her foot. And so I said, we have a doctor oh. coming on that maybe could help. So, oh, yeah, I could help with that for sure. 
<laughs> Although I will say I've had a wart on the side of my finger uh, since I was about 12 and can't seem to get rid of it. Did you used to, um, uh, I was just saying, it was called trawl warts and it was like a uh, like some kind of iodine. And I was just saying my parents had a wart forever and they're like, no, we're never going to the doctor. Just this, it's a dollar fifty a bottle. Just keep burning the out of your hand until it goes away. And and I guess it? eventually it did. I think it did. All my senses went away too. So <laughs> that was that. Yeah. It's become a friend in a way. And weirdly, <laughs> a twin showed up on the other finger. What? No, really? Maybe like 10 years after the first one. Yeah. It's wow. um yeah, it's weird. I mean, they're in exactly the same spot. Just slightly different spots on, on each finger. I don't know if you can interesting. You can see wow. that one. I keep it trimmed with my teeth. That's and, the way to do uh, it. See, the uh, foot doctor told me to put duct tape on it. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah. He you said sure there's nothing else I can do Depot? for you. Because, Listen, um, I live in Florida, so you never know okay. what kind of degrees these people have. <laughs> They're all Wait, hold on a second. Did he really tell you to put duct tape on it? <laughs> Why else do you think I have duct tape on my foot? You think I'm doing this for fun? Well, yeah. if you knew how we grew up, um, having duct <laughs> yeah. tape on your foot would not be an unusual way to treat something. Exactly. <laughs> we put duct tape on the dog. Yeah, my grandfather, day. our grandfather, I should say, our grandpa Sal, hmm. I had a, a, a twisted ankle. I was playing tennis or something. I twisted my ankle. So he took a piece of a curtain rod. Okay. He bent it. He bent it in the shape of, um, wouldn't even say a U. It was um, like a U with a big flat bottom. And then he nailed it into the sides of my sneaker. And so I was walking around with on one regular shoe and then on a piece of metal that was nailed into my sneaker. And I guess the idea was the idea was either that it would help me stay off of that foot or it was just to ruin the wood floors at, at my aunt Joanne <laughs> and Uncle Tony's house. But I do remember coming home and uh, my Uncle Tony saw it and he could not stop laughing. And then I felt defensive. I was like, no, no, it works. It's it's working. But he just, <laughs> just kept laughing really hard. It'd be a good book just of all his inventions. Grandpa's right. inventions. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He would burn his hair instead of getting haircuts. He'd burn his hair with a with a bic lighter. Right. Ugh, right. It must have yeah, stunk. Oh, it was hard <laughs> to tell between the never bathing and the cigar. Yeah, exactly. But and the maybe and the he did smell. Yeah. What else? Oh, uh -huh. he invented he invented a couple other things. Uh, people kept leaving the door, the screen door open at Sal's house. You remember this, Sal? Yeah, yeah, sure. During the summer. Yeah. And so my grandfather, our grandfather, um, took a very heavy rubber band and attached it to the screen door. So um, when you opened it, not only would it shut, it would shut so hard it would like cut off a, a <laughs> like it would behead you if you if you were exactly. in the doorway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. And it was loud. This will teach shit, people. Dude. Yeah. That's Do you it. remember what he? Um, he decided to take the you guys got a new color TV and he he had ordered in the mail um, some kind of it was basically a magnifying glass mm -hmm. that would make you it would project a huge image. But you had to remove the tube from your TV set back then. The TV. Yeah. This I remember. And I remember your father or my uncle Vinny Sal coming home from work while his father grandpa was pulling the tube out of his brand new television set. Mm -hmm. He was none too pleased. That <laughs> tube went right back in the TV. 
as opposed to my house where my parents weren't home and I wasn't one to tell him not to do this. So he pulled the tube out of the TV set that was in my bedroom and he attached the magnifying glass to it. And he, but the only surface we had big enough to look to watch it was the ceiling. So we laid on the floor of my bedroom <laughs> watching a mirror image of the Jeffersons <laughs> at like 12 by 12 feet. <laughs> You're moving on up. Yeah. That's great. God bless Grandpa him. Sal for God you. bless him. There he is. You know, Jimmy, thank you for coming on. I can read all this. Three-time host of the Oscars, also hosted character of the Decade Awards. Mm -hmm. um, that was bigger. Proud member yeah. of the WGA. Proud uh -huh. gold star member at Costco. Jimble Kimball. Thanks for coming on. This is a, this is a lot of fun. This is a big up-and-coming guest. Yes. Really excited to have you. It really yeah, is. Yeah. I don't mean to. I mean, that was a nice intro, but I'm an executive member, which is above gold star. Oh, Thank is it really a Costco? Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think I am, too, but I've yet to figure out what it gets me. I think I can get in an hour early, right? That's it. That's all you get. Oh, and you also get it. <laughs> no, at the end of the year, you get a check for like one percent of what you spent. Oh, that's good. Mm. Well, that that amounts to about three and a half million dollars for you. But yeah, not as, it's uh, maxed out at 500, unfortunately. Is so. that what they do? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, we learned something interesting. We heard about my our grandfather, but we learned something interesting about our parents this week. Yeah. They turns out uh, they were swingers in the 70s. No, um, my mother, <laughs> my mother is this trying is even to get weirder. <laughs> it might be weirder. My mother's trying to get your mother to play pickleball with her. Yeah. These are women in their 70s. My mother yeah. presents everything like she knows this is crazy, but she and the fact that she even mentions it to me indicates that she knows it's crazy. How old your mother now? They're the same age, 76, okay. 77. Yeah. OK, so, um, yeah, my mother is 77 mm -hmm. and um, your mom is 77, too. So. Uh, your mother invited her to play pickleball. Apparently, your mother's been playing pickleball and says it's a lot of fun. And not only can I imagine your mom playing pickleball, I can't imagine your mom playing any sport of any kind ever. Right. Even thinking yes. about it. Have you I'm ever with seen you. Your, like, has your mother ever, I don't remember her ever, like, picking up the ball in the yard with us or even kicking a ball. That no. I mean, unless you count, her? like, dangerous driving, like, re like really NASCAR-esque driving, you know, because she's so terrible at it and has been for a uh, uh, half a century. But, no, I wouldn't count anything. But you've seen your mother. I, I don't know why. I've seen, I feel like your mother's more athletic, no? No, I've never seen her do anything hmm. at all. I mean, nothing. No, my mother says she's not athletic. But then I started laughing, and she's like, well, what, what's so funny? I was like... What, what do you mean? What's so funny? I'm Anne Fran's playing pickleball. And she's like, oh, well, Aunt Chippy was very athletic when now keep it. This makes no sense. This like they're not even related. Right. You know, Aunt Fran was married to Aunt Chippy's brother. Right. Sal's dad. So there is no blood relation. So the fact that Aunt Chippy was athletic and by the way, by athletic, they mean she bowled. That's, you know, dancing and yeah. bowling count as athleticism in this yes, family. Exactly. But I was just like, well, what does that have to do with Anne Frank? What does that have to do with Anne Frank? She didn't have an answer for that, but your mother's playing pickleball. Well, what's interesting is you and I had this conversation last week where we want to, we might want to play, right? Yeah. We're trying to figure out we how can't. to play. Now we can't, right? We were yeah. wavering between wanting to play and wanting to make fun of it forever. And now that our elderly parents are partaking, it makes we just have to make fun of it, right? 
Yeah, or I mean, you could just beat them, right? Tournament. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> or well, the unthinkable also is possible, where I get beat <laughs> by my aunt Fran. Right. They get good at it, and then we're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. We were talking, Jimmy, um, amongst us, uh, Megan Connolly here. Despite the the many many warts on her feet, is um, finished the Boston Marathon in under three hours. And um, oh wow, just uh, she runs all these marathons. Like every other week, she has a it's marathon. It's an illness, an addiction, all yeah. kinds of things. It's yeah. all bad and stupid. Yeah. But we we're trying to discuss what the greatest sports achievement among the extra point staff was and mm-hmm. kevin hench tried to shut her down right away he said running is not a sport he says his his housekeeper runs to catch the bus every day he's rooting for her <laughs> but that it's not a sport so where do you weigh in on this and what's your greatest sports accomplishment course running is a sport number one it's thank mo- you i think the most basic sport if you have to say what is a sport is wrestling then Olympics. boxing and then yeah. running mm-hmm. You know, I mean, running is as pure as it gets. You don't need any equipment. It's a competition mm-hmm. that's easy to judge. It's probably the first sport. Yeah, it's we were trying to be. think of Athens and the Olympics and the marathon. That was definitely one of them. Wrestling was up there, too. Yeah. Um, but if you could do it with a lot of warts on your feet, maybe you could go the yeah. other. Maybe it isn't. Um, maybe it isn't anything. <laughs> I think that makes it even more sport. Interesting. And sport okay. rhymes with wart too, so that right. takes it even closer. My, I'm just happy that Kevin Hench has an athlete as his house house cleaner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like also that Kevin is not self aware enough to leave that detail yeah. out of that. <laughs> his housekeeper not only. Uh, that he's just he who has probably a multitude of cars is yeah. watching her run for the bus. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's a jerk. He's a jerk. If that were a sport, forget it. Gold. Well, medal. you know, my greatest accomplishment is hitting the home run in the um, celebrity mm-hmm. softball game on ESPN. That was great. That, yeah, was, that was great. I was and, there for uh, that. My lowest moment was definitely losing one-on-one basketball to Ted Cruz. Oh, that sucked. You know, there's a picture of you reacting to that in my garage um, that, unfortunately, <laughs> I look at almost every day, and it makes <laughs> me sad each time. It's, it's me and it's Jen Sharon with our head in our hands. And, uh, you know, we're like the sport. You know, she was like an All-American pitcher at Notre Dame softball, and I was just, just devastated. And then... Molly, your wife, and Danny Ricker, head writer, just trying to figure out what jokes you should tell next. No, no, <laughs> they are devastated in the picture, too. And really, yeah. the title of the picture that's, again, in my garage should be The Day You Let Everyone Down. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the no, fact that somebody on. made a picture out of it is upsetting. <laughs> Listen, we uh, we raised, what, $10,000 or something. You couldn't do that unless well, we... Well, we raised, we raised well. 100 and fifty thousand oh, dollars, right? But a okay. hundred of it came from me, so we didn't oh, really. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that's rough. And now you really should hold on to that money because we're on strike here, right? <laughs> and this is now this is week four now. I think May second or something. Was the the strike this is started. the beginning of the fourth week. Yes. Oh man, I put the over at July seventeenth, um, two twenty-five p.m. as the over/under. This was early on, but I, I don't know. We may have to go over. It's, it's very sad, but it I got hope us. You're thinking. right. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be. I think everybody would be pretty pleased if it ends that quickly. Well, it got us thinking. People are picketing every day, but which writer, Jimmy, past or present, would you most want to pick it with? Is it Norman Lear, two to one odds? Sean the Rhymes, five to one odds? J.J. Abrams, you can get for five to one odds? Mark Twain. I don't even know uh, that he was a member of the Guild, but 150 to one odds for Mark Twain or 
you could take the field at even. What's your well, I, I, what are you asking me which one or why are there odds attached to which one I would want to march with? Did you guys bet on this? Yes, I guess I forgot to sense. I forgot to tell you we're going to take three made up propositions. Oh, okay. We're going to assign them odds like a real Vegas sports book and then we're going to use that as a launching point to discuss various topics. You just ruined the game, Jimmy. Oh, I'm sorry, I ruined the game. Yes. Okay. So do I pick which one uh, do I go by the number like what I'd bet on or what Whichever whatever your answer is and then if it's well, field it be it's Norman even. Lear for sure because he'd be too slow. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, I I mean he's 100, you know, I can't walk right. that slow. Um, Shonda Rhimes, J.J. Abrams, who uh, Mark Twain. Well, Mark Twain, of course. I mean, I could see J.J. anytime. Mark Twain is, uh, you know, (laughs) that's a rarity. Who is the last one? The field. The field means you can take any. uh, Yeah, yeah. I said I sent you this this morning. Yes, you go ahead. I thought I was supposed to pretend I hadn't seen it. Oh, I see. Okay, well. Um, we can cut that. I thought this was show business. I didn't know. (laughs) No, no, it's far from show business. Um, I would go uh, with. Well, I mean, listen, if you're going to pick someone who wrote a book who you want to walk alongside and maybe even Mm -hmm. end the strike, you'd have to go with Jesus, wouldn't you? Mm. You know, interesting. The biggest book of all time. Oh, wow. Testament. Yeah. Yes. I didn't even think of that. He was the original writer. A lot of ghost writers who weren't credited, by the way. I guess they kind of were, but yeah, they were credited. But um, yeah. And, you know. He'd be in sandals. I'd be in my sneakers, probably keep Mm -hmm. up a pretty good pace. Jesus is my answer. That's a really good answer. That's very overlooked. Yes. Yeah. People don't mention him enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They mention him. He's the only him whose name is in capital, only him in capital letters. (laughs) All right, Megan, what's your what's your pick? That's great. That's tough to top. It really is. Um, I think one of the greatest writers of all of our generation, certainly one of the best movies that I have ever seen in my life. I'm going to go with Tommy Wiseau, the um, producer and writer of one of the best movies ever made because it is so awful. The Room. What? Like You've you never seen this movie before? Of course. I think I did it. see The Room. Yeah, sure. Oh. But Sal, you would love it. It's awful. Do you realize how easily you could make this dream come true? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, again, I live in Florida. Tommy Wiseau is a busy guy, um, but maybe we could make it happen. Interesting. I have a feeling you could, yeah. And I don't yeah. think it's that busy. I got very claustrophobic with that with that movie. Um, yeah, you know, there are so many good choices. Agatha Christie. I had a mm. huge crush on her. Maya oh. Angelou, same. I really um, <laughs> dug her poetry forever. But this is actually easy if you think about it. I'm going with the field and taking Larry David because you know it would be the greatest. He'd complain about all the walking. Yeah. He eventually he'd say enough with the walking. He'd make fun of the fat riders. He'd probably eventually just <laughs> bring a scooter. You know he'd cause an accident, right, Jimmy? He'd run over like Ted Sarando, shifting all the goodwill from the writer's <laughs> side to the studio side. Maybe he uh, signs an autograph. He thinks he's signing an autograph and ends up signing away our deal or something. So here's what would happen. Something's going to happen. Yeah, Larry. What would happen to Larry is um, the garbage man would honk in support. Would drive by his garbage man from his neighborhood. Yes. And then later in the year, the garbage men would be on strike and Larry would drive by and the garbage men would stop picking up his garbage because Mm. they were furious that he honked when they were striking, when they honked, when he was striking. That's That's really good. And Larry would wind up with the rats. Right. 
You're right. You know what? You're right. Jesus is probably the better choice. Um, Jesus all right. is the, the great choice. <laughs> Babyface Joel Salmon, what did Twitter say? We put this up for a vote. All right. Twitter uh, in fourth place with 5%, Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. In third place, 15% went with J.J. Abrams. Yep. Your runner-up with 23%, Norman Lear. And the winner uh, with a pretty big margin here, the 150 to one long shot, 57%. Mark Twain. Wow. Yeah. Oh, How man, many total votes are we talking about? Like what, 14, 15? Shut up. There's, I retweet it. There's got to be, what does it say, Joel? There's got at least 50, 50, 60 votes, right? Uh, million, yes. 50, 60 million. Okay. <laughs> How does this baby go. have hair all over its face also? <laughs> I know. It's what? Just, it's not a real baby face. Uh, all right, Liz, let's take a quick break and then we'll uh, more nonsense when we return. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9 with it. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117-NEW YORK, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, we're back. Jimmy Kimmel is here. Megan Connolly is here. Warts and all. Um, Jimmy, I know you're missing out on... Uh, talking about the, the the great news stories and one of them, well, not so great, but Joe Biden fell again. He, he almost, did? I don't even know if you saw this. Yeah. A couple of days no. ago, he almost, I don't know what's down. going on to be honest with you. I, I, it's funny. Like people tell me things that happen and I go, I guess I'm not that interested in this. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a job. Um, yeah. He tumbled down the, so almost tumbled down the stairs at the G seven summit, but it got us thinking which presidential physical stunt, should be immortalized on U.S. currency. Is it Biden fall off, falling off a bicycle, two to one odds? Oh, that was a good one, too. G.W. Bush, the shoe toss. Someone threw a shoe at his head, right? He dodged it pretty 
cleanly, five to one odds. Obama filling out an NCAA bracket, 10 to one odds. Trump tissue on shoes, 100 to one. God, where do you even start with him? There's a million of those. Or you can go field at even, Jimmy. What do you think? Well, first of all, you don't even have a good list. I mean, oh. Obama hit this long three-point shot just very casually. Yeah. Uh, somebody like handing the basketball in front of a whole group of people. And mm -hmm. I think that definitely topped it. You know, uh, but I, I have to say George Bush. George Bush dodging those shoes. Mm-hmm is to me, I can't watch that enough times. I don't know why um, I wasn't necessarily even a fan of George Bush's, but um, he really, um, he showed us the power of America with those shoot ducks. <laughs> and, and I mean, imagine how bum that guy was who threw the shoes. Like, I'm going to throw, show them the bottom of my shoes, throw them at the president and hit him in the face. And boy, he didn't. And he just dodged him and he just very casually kept on going. He did have some Forrest Gumpish type freakishly like celebratory moment like that was big. Great. Yeah. Right, great instincts. He he threw that first pitch he threw out at Yankee Stadium after 9-11 was terrific. It was a big yeah. straight down the middle. That was a great strike. But then again, he couldn't open the door. Remember, he couldn't open that door. That was a big thing. Well, was it wasn't a stuff. real door. He, uh... It was a giant door. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. Oh, you love defending George Bush. All right. Uh, <laughs> Megan, what do you say? <laughs> Um, I also have a George Bush nomination, but it is not listed here. I'm going to go with the field. It was a mess, a message that uh, the president sent to our nation about terrorists. And Eddie, I'm going to have you play the video right now. So these guys well, can a video. take a look. Okay. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. <laughs> uh, I just really think this should be That's um, forever moment. on a bill. Now watch this drive. I can see it right now. I also, in my research, remembered, um, I know he's not a president, but Al Gore, when he accidentally shot his friend in the face. No, um, not Al Gore. What's oh, the matter with that you? Was Dick you Cheney. weren't born. Dick oh, Cheney. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. I texted right. it to yeah. Sally yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, Dick right. Cheney, when he accidentally um, was the shot his yeah. friend in the face. Really great. So, yeah. Those are some great moments, but it's hard to beat. Now watch this draft. Yeah, that was yeah. great. That really was a great moment. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen that. That is. I don't think I'd seen it either. Yeah, that's Speaking good. Of great moments. Uh, shortly before we got on the podcast, I told um, our major baby doll that I was about to do the podcast with you. Uh -huh. And um, that did not uh, prevent him from just dialing me in the middle of the podcast. And um, oh, I don't geez. know if you could hear the ringing. <laughs> I could hear. I could smell it. I can smell the nicotine. It, it, it just rings differently. Um, all right. I am going to, you know, I have another Bush related one, but it's not, oh. it's not George, not the GW Bush. It's the first Bush, mm -hmm. George HW. Mm -hmm. And let's show this clip. This is at, what is this? This is an event in Japan and he's eating. It's between courses. And he falls over in the prime minister's lap and he vomits in the prime minister's lap. And there is like a naked gun movie. And there's to add on top of it, there's George Washington helping him. Actually, no, that's Barbara. She's mothering Bush. him okay. with a napkin. Never mind. Yeah, she's putting him on. He vomited on the prime minister. Uh, <laughs> By the way, what this year video, was this? This 92? tells you everything you need to know about like 
you know, they say, oh, we got the doctor standing by. We got this, you yeah. know, the president, this and that. We're all we're ready for any any right. eventuality. And we will we'll take her. And so nobody's his wife gets him, put a napkin, puts a napkin over his face to just yeah. protect him from the embarrassing photo sh- shoot. <laughs> Prime and, Minister uh, Kichi Miyazawa. That was him. He got vomited on. Can't did he choke on pretzels or peanuts or something? Oh, like right. That. There was something else with that, too. Yeah. yeah. He Somewhat jumped out did. of planes, though, too. That was pretty strong. I have Didn't he say. do it every year on his birthday? Yeah, he did it like into his 70s or 80s. Yeah. There you go. Maybe All that's right. what your moms can start doing next. Pickleball, he, skydive, you know? Yeah, I think so. Air Force One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Babyface, what did uh, Twitter say about this? All right, here's what Twitter had to say. In last place, with 9% of the vote, Obama filling out an NCAA bracket. Mm -hmm. In third place, with 14%, was uh, the Trump tissue on the shoes. Mm -hmm. Runner-up with 22%, Biden falling off a bicycle. And your winner with 55% coming to a uh, $60 bill soon, the GW Bush shoe toss. Interesting. All right. You win, Jimmy. You collect. They don't actually win anything, but uh, yeah, that's good. All right. Real quick. I don't know if you saw, Jimmy, they selected the teams that are going to select for the NBA draft. So they had the draft order last week figured out. And Victor Wembayama, this French phenom, celebrated going to the Spurs and not the Rockets. It's assumed that he's going to be the number one pick. And when the Rockets came up and not the Spurs, he was excited. And it got us wondering, what is the best sports celebration of all time? Is it Brandy Chastain's jersey removal, two to one odds? Is it Jimmy V's final four hysteria, five to one odds? Wade Boggs on the NYPD horse after the Yankees won the World Series, 15 to one. Or Tom Brady tossing the Lombardi trophy into a boat, 25 to one. Or you could take the field, obviously, at even. Okay. I have a different one. I guess I'm going with the field, which means I'm not going to win this bet. But what I say is, and you're not going to like this one. It's, it was turned out okay. Leon Lett. Oh, yeah. Remember he was, um, what happened? Yes. He swatted the fumble loose or there was a fumble. He picked up the fumble. He mm-hmm. ran it all the way back for what appeared to be a touchdown. Slowed yep. down to celebrate it at the end. And a guy ran up behind him and swatted it out of his hand. And then it was a touchback, right? It was a touchback. It was Don Beebe came out. Leon Lett was running. He ran free to the end zone. He had the ball out. It was a Super Bowl. The Cowboys won 52 to 17. That didn't matter. And Beebe at the last minute knocks it out of his hands. And so it was a touchback. And somebody in a won a squares pool for like $300,000 and bought Don Beebe like a Range Rover or something. Um, because otherwise the numbers would have been different. Yes, that was a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Very I, you know what? Let me jump in here, Megan, because mine is in the same vein as Jimmy's. Anytime I would say anybody scores a touchdown and does a dance and there's a penalty like three seconds later is my favorite celebration. Yeah. Terrell Owens did it many times. Ocho Cinco was famous for it. I'm pretty sure Collinsworth did it somewhere, but I, I can't get enough of that. Remember think, Nick Young on the Lakers? Um, he he uh, he took a shot, like a three-point shot, and he did one of those deals where you turn around and don't even look. It was to oh, win yeah. the game. He right, turned right, around right. don't even look, and then it didn't go <laughs> in. And he was like surprised. Right. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many good, so many good. But Damashek losing the fantasy football trophy is big. Um, I don't know. What what do you have, Megan? 
Um, I have last year, Pat Beverly celebrating, jumping on the table, crying when Minnesota won the first round of the playoffs. Um, <laughs> right. I just, the, shirt off. the video will never get old. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. You would have thought they won the Larry O'Brien trophy and they weren't even close and they still haven't been close, uh, but it's an iconic moment. And I loved that's it. Pat Beverly for you. Yeah, that's great. By the way, Edwin Diaz tearing his ACL, celebrating essentially a preseason oh. win. Really funny. Really no, no, it wasn't funny. Jimmy, you I remember? can tell you're over it, Sal. I can well, really we, tell. Jimmy did a bit on Fox pregame show, uh, comedy bit, making fun of Bill Gramatica celebrating an ACL tear. He had kicked the game-winning field goal. And we had a whole thing, right? We had like a little person or something. Yeah, we did. We had a lot of little people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The Gramatica brothers, right? <laughs> yeah. When it's our team, it's not as funny. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Joel, what did everyone say for this? Um, let's see. And last place is uh, Doug DeLuca celebrating when the Ted Cruz game was finally over. <laughs> that, that got in okay. there. In, uh, no, in 9% uh, in last place, Wade Boggs riding on the NYPD horse. Mm-hmm. Then we had with 10%, Tom Brady tossing the Lombardi trophy. And mm-hmm. uh, 39%, your runner up. This was close. Jimmy V, uh, Final Four hysteria running around. Right. Looking for his wallet and 42% first place, Brandy Chastain jersey removal. Mm. Bunch mm. of perverted um, mm-hmm. extra points followers. That's what that is right there. Yeah, you that know what another good one time. was? Um, when the uh, the Canucks won the Stanley Cup. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And they went yeah. nuts up in Vancouver. And there was a video of like this big, like, party slash riot going on and there's a couple just having sex right in the middle of the oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the that's ultimate celebration. celebration yeah <laughs> why didn't people vote for that baby face that's weird um all right quick break we'll be back with cami over under and i'm gonna crush you too i'm telling you right now oh god All right, it's time for the game that's sweeping the nation. Guessing the price of celebrities' greedy participation. It's Cami over under. Grab some money from a jar. Get a message from a star. The price is what we really wonder. It's Cami over under. All Why right, is Cameo spelled C-E-M-E-O in this graphic, Sal? Yeah, you're right. Why is that? Um, hmm, that might be the German spelling. You're right. <laughs> All right. Well, luckily, nobody could see that. It was only supposed to be a song. Word um, up was too expensive. <laughs> Word up. Cameo. Jimmy, you're not on Cameo. I don't think you ever entertained the notion of joining Cameo, right? Uh, you are correct. I have not entertained that notion. I feel like you do 100 of these a year for free. And... Yeah. Um, like, for instance, like your mother, pickleball um, athlete, you know, she she'll like hand you the phone on Easter and be like, hey, can you do this for this mm-hmm. woman? She's um, 65 years old and she's taking the bar exam. Yeah. And be, you're, like, you're like, well, how do you know her? You're like, oh, I don't know her. She just asked me. Right. <laughs> how many yeah, of those? Like yeah. Cousins, yeah. sisters, neighbor right. wants a video. And yeah, what are you going to do when your mother asks for it? Right. Exactly. All right. So here's how it works. We are going to go. Our crack staff has put together an over under um, for three participants, three people participate in Cameo. And we are going to guess if the number they set is higher or lower than the number that is actually such a good game because it's just like so many different factors. You know, there's like 
there's the market is one of the factors. Mm-hmm. And then there's the ego of the of the performer. And then there's right. the willingness of the performer. Like you may have somebody that goes, hey, I know I'm only worth 150 bucks, but I don't want to do this. So That's I'm exactly going to do it mm-hmm. if I get a thousand dollars. Right. And then you have That's- to factor in the timing, too, when people get hot, when things get relevant. Yeah. Yes. What What do we have? Like some, for close to Mother's Day, we had someone who we, could definitely charge. Sal and I got Martha Stewart on the cover of Sports Illustrated because we yeah, had we a Martha Stewart impersonator on Cameo yes. Over Under. So we're taking credit for it, even though I'm sure it was decided months before. But all right. What, what, what would uh, the odds on that Martha Stewart Sports Illustrated cover been? Like what, <laughs> what would have been a reasonable number before it happened? Unfortunately, probably only three to one. I don't know. No, uh, <laughs> the way it goes. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even know she was into that. Would but, it? Uh, I mean, would it be like? I mean, would fifty thousand to one have been too high? I think that's fair. Yeah, somewhere in there. I still wouldn't have bet it at fifty thousand to one, but she pulled it off. Did you see? <laughs> Last week you were like, I can't look. It's creepy, and now no, you're now look. you're into I it. I didn't look. I did not look. I didn't look um, either. I don't know. You know, she's our cousin, by the way. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. She yeah. is our, according to the guy who did our family tree, we are related mm-hmm. to Martha Stewart. She is one yeah. of our ancestry.com type of so, thing. Yeah, we did. A, I did a show on PBS called, um, you know, that, you know, that show on PBS, Finding Your yeah. Roots. And um, in uh, Henry Louis Gates, the host, the guy in charge <laughs> of it, said that Martha Stewart is our very sexy yeah. older cousin. <laughs> do you think she's somewhere on some uh low rent podcast telling stories about our grandpa Sal? Probably. No, but That's I will funny. tell you, I was on that Snoop and Martha Stewart show and mm-hmm. uh, I found out that I was her cousin and it wasn't part of the broadcast. So there would be no way that she would know that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I told the producer, I want to surprise her with this. Don't tell her this. I want to let her know. And I'm going to tell her how we're cousins and I want to do it on the show. And um, I had that was my whole opening segment. I planned this. I had it mm-hmm. ready to go. And uh, I walked out there and Martha is drunk as a skunk. And Martha <laughs> immediately says, so I hear we're cousins. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just glared at the producer who was standing just off stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have like 50 of those yeah at, at least <laughs> so at bad. least okay we're what well, all right let's do it okay so joel oh, is going to okay. tell us our first um cami over under uh participant here all right uh up first former major league baseball player for the dodgers and padres he's a 10-time all-star mm. a world series champion and wow. nl mvp Steve Harvey, Steve Garvey. No, come on. <laughs> okay, Steve, Steve Stephen Garvey. Patrick Garvey, if you want to be formal and respectful, is his mm. name. All right, Joel, what's uh, what do we have for Steve Garvey? We've set the line over under $175 for Steve mm. Garvey. Well, this isn't really fair. This is Jimmy's all-time favorite player, baseball player, athlete growing up, and I kind of feel like he's funding this himself. I mean, you probably get Ford, Steve Garvey, cameos a week no no people know that i know him so i think they have the sense not to hire him to make a video for me no i think you're buying them i got just, one just in the vhs him. days from steve garvey remember that from our oh, friend yeah. Dan pasternak had a, right. made a video um i'm gonna say it's under i think it's slightly under 175 okay. 
Megan, very popular in the 70s. You probably wouldn't know Steve Garvey. But 70s, um, 80s. Yep. Should be in the whole. I'm going to go over uh, because mm. I think with baseball season around and should be in the Hall of Fame, um, we've had other people on the show before who, you know, charge a lot more money and they've accomplished a whole lot less. So I'm going to yeah. take you over. Yeah. Jimmy went over all the different factors involved. And I have, I think out of all of them, self-worth is, is at the top of the list. Like what, what people think I'm going to go with you though. I think it is slightly under, I would say about 130, $140. Okay. Joel, give us the bad news. The answer is Steve Garvey is slightly under. Okay. <laughs> all right. 150. Take that. Wow. Yeah, 149. Uh, wow. That, I mean, yeah, Jimmy on. know. He knows this guy. One guy right. I'm gonna know. Yeah. Uh all right. Who's next? All right. You saw him in the fantasy suite on season 20 of The Bachelor. Very handsome bachelor Ben Higgins. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey. What's Ben Higgins? What's the number? Well, I'm gonna say over bachelor. under over under $135. Okay. Hmm. So here's the thing. It's not like he's getting a lot of people signing up for his. Rent, what season was this? I don't know, it's a couple of years ago. It was like six, seven years ago. Oh, that many. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'm. Who guessing. did he end up with? Jojo? Oh, no, nobody. no, that was Rogers. They end up with alone is what they yeah, end. No, yeah, they yeah. end up with whoever <laughs> was watching the show. They end up with like 75 or 80 women who were watching the show when they were on it. That's right. <laughs> okay. So. I think it's going to be over, and I'll tell you why. Because I think he's got a smaller number of fans, but the fans are maybe even not just enthusiastic, but maybe even like obsessed with him in some way. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go over for Ben Higgins. You okay. say he's got like a cult following a little bit? Yeah. All right, Megan, you go. I got to think about 125 this. joules, our number? 135. 135. Oh, it makes a difference. Um. I'm I'm also going to go over. I agree with the cult following. I feel like Bachelor Nation, they uh they're they're like Swifties. They're fierce. So mm. I'll take oh. the over. I I don't know. If it is in fact 6 years removed, I think he's got to price himself at a 100 bucks. And so I'm going to go under. Okay. Jimmy could take a commanding lead here. I hope I didn't lead you astray here, Sal, mm. 6 or 7 years ago. When how long ago was it? I'm That's Googling okay. it right I think now. 2017, I believe. Yeah. 20, Google is Cameo, 20, too, and find out what his price is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get off the internet, Megan. You're cheating. Hey, 2016, I was right on. Seven years All right. ago. All right. Joel? Sal, will yeah. you accept that he is under? He is under yes. $100. All right. Oh, I can't hit uh, one. Look at that. All right. So raise your price, oh, man. Uh, yeah, you I've been eliminated. Yeah, you're done, Megan. You could leave. You can go well, whatever you need to do. I don't know. Ten to go your run board. around the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So I have two. Uh, Megan with zero. I think we mentioned, and Jimmy with one. So you have to catch up here, Jimmy. Um, okay. And I'll go first to give you the opportunity. Um, okay. Who's who's third and last? All right. Last up, she has headlined Jimmy Comedy Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club in Las Vegas. According to her, I'm not sure if this is true. Mario Bosco. Oh, I love her. <laughs> Let's Definitely. see what's going on. Hey, guys, it's me, Mario, and I am now on Cameo. So you should book me to tell your people 
Happy birthday, happy wedding, happy anniversary. You graduated. Whoopee! Oy vey, what's going on in your life? You're coming out of the closet. Happy Halloween. If you need an elf, I'm your man. Let me man, share your what? joy what? to the people you hate the most. Follow me on what? Cameo and book me now. Three dollars exactly. Joel, I don't know why you played her. We've had her on this show. Our audience yeah, that's knows true, exactly who she is, oh, but man. I'm glad you did nonetheless. Oh, well, it has oh. come down to this. It's come well, to this. Mario yeah. did not headline my club. Footline is more um, <laughs> I think appropriate. <laughs> You're right. Jimmy, Megan met Mario at your club when we did that weekend out there. We did live shows at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. And I think you were flying high on gummies that Harry gave you. And Mario just walked up and she just like crumbled to the floor. And, uh, well, Sal tapped me on the shoulder and I turn around and he's just standing next to Mario in this bow tie and suit yeah. and basically presents me Mario. That's right. That's nice and I was just like, what is happening? What did Harry put in this gummy? Because there is no way this is real life right now. People don't look like this normally. He's, All right. uh, he's the real Harry Potter. <laughs> Joel, what number? Um, I mean, what could Mario possibly charge? Is it money or are they like, um, do you pay him in beans? <laughs> Candy bars. Bubble guns. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mario is over under $30. Oh, oh man. Wow. All right, I'm going to go first, and I'll give you guys. I mean, Megan, you're out of it, but I'll give you an opportunity. I really don't know what Mario charges here, but I bet with that attitude, Mario you, is going higher. You what have you, to I, know because you I swear definitely I bought Mario. I know, but I forget. Before. I forget these immediately, and whatever whatever I put in there is so dirty that Mario won't ever read it, so I never, <laughs> it never goes through. Um, all right, I'll go over. I opinion over. of himself. Well, you know, I wouldn't I don't want to be that guy because that's what I hate about like when you watch Fox and Terry and Howie are like, you know, yeah. say, well, since they said that, I'm gonna say this because that's my only shot at winning. It's not honest, but I would have for some reason I would have said under because it's such a say under, you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go All under. Right. I'll say okay. Under. I'm with Sal. She is she's got an ego, very confident. <laughs> he charges a uh, dollar an inch, so I think it's under. <laughs> All right, I, so I'm going to take the over as well. You're going over. All right, so Joel, Jimmy, and I tie if um, if it is under thirty dollars, and then we're going to have to do a tiebreaker. So just tell us if it's over under. Don't give us a number yet. So this is very exciting because Mario is under. Oh, okay. Well, of course, Mario is twenty five dollars. Well, no. Now we have to write down a number, Jimmy. It's between oh, okay. you and you. Okay, so it's okay. under thirty. Um, okay, forget what I said when I just said twenty five dollars. Okay. Forget that. What That's I all right. You could. You know what? Just edit right, that on, out. On three. On three. We'll um. We'll show. Writing. Da, 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 da. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. I'm One. saying twenty five dollars. All right. I'm gonna say twenty. That's a twenty. So twenty two fifty and higher. Jimmy gets it. Any lower, it's me. Come on. I gotta win. The winner, and the new host of Laugh Lines. At $25, Jimmy Kimmel. Thank you. No. Jimmy's bought. That's not fair. Jimmy's bought. Oh, this is good. Garvey. I want to come back. This is great. I don't have a job, and now I do have a job. Thanks to Mario. 
and the people of Cameo. Wow, this has really worked out great for me. Really, where would we be without Mario? <laughs> oh, man, this really backfired. Jimmy, yeah. um, thank you for coming on. Now I'm in a bad mood the rest of the day. I really like winning this game. Yeah. What do you tell tell us uh plug some things? Our our mothers are playing pickleball. I'll be, uh, my, our mothers are playing pickleball. Well, no, my mother's not going to oh, play she's pickleball. Not going. Your okay. mother's playing pickleball. My mother was invited but declined. I will mm-hmm. be sitting here at my desk uh, until um, Labor Day. Oh, no, don't yeah, say if that. If anybody needs me, I'll be right here until Labor Day. Don't say that. It's got to be before. <laughs> and then I'll be hosting the Jerry Lewis Telethon. <laughs> of course, it's every Labor but Day. But the proceeds will be going to me. <laughs> well, excellent. Well, we'll just hang out at Costco all day. At least for that yeah. hour that we get in uh, earlier than everybody else. Yes, yeah. you that. know, I you know, I don't have any money anymore, but I am going to go to Costco and just look around. <laughs> That's right. Well, Free samples. The sample. There you go. That's right. Grab the samples, Megan. Uh, where's SmackDown this week? Where can people? Uh, see? Saudi Arabia. So I will not be in oh, attendance, you're not going there. but I will be in Stamford, Connecticut, hosting the pre-show for the NXT Premium Live event that is taking place in Lowell, Massachusetts, and I will be on the post-show Saturday on Peacock. Night of Champions is going on, and there's three main events, Sal. So it's a pretty big show. Oh, there you go. That's even better. I'm glad than Saudi you asked Arabia. Megan to plug her stuff first because um, actually, you know what? I am doing something. Yeah. On Friday, I'll be in Las Vegas, Nevada, hosting a charity event for Project ALS at my oh, yes. comedy club, um, Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club. If you're interested in coming, it's me, Jeff Ross, Sarah Silverman, Patton Oswalt, Nick Kroll, Guillermo from our show, and mm-hmm. possibly even more stars in attendance. And it's um it's uh you know, it's a charity event, so the tickets are expensive. If you think you're going to get in for a, the price of a Mario cameo, you got another <laughs> thing coming. But if you want to support a great cause, uh, come. We'll be at Absolutely. Friday in Vegas. Project ALS. Go there. Uh, donate, donate, donate. Uh, now, Jeff Ross, t- speaking of sequencing of guests and announcements, where is he in the run? He's very particular about where he goes, right? Jeff, of course, will have to close the show. You can't follow Jeff Ross. (laughs) All right. Come on. All right. Be careful. Mario might show up. (laughs) Yeah. Mario always does show up. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Mario Mario will not be admitted into the club. (laughs) (laughs) She could sneak in right now very easily. If Um, she pays full price, I will let her stand out just outside the front door. Carola said, uh, he comes in there with a bow tie. What am I going to say? You can't do comedy? I guess you could open for me. What do you want me to do? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, all right, that'll do it for Laugh Lines from Megan Conley and Jimmy Kimmel. I'm Sal saying, remember, it's never, ever funny until someone loses money. See you next week. Bye.